You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Father Greg Sackowitz, the rector of Holyland Cathedral and co-host Mark Teresi, executive director. You can also listen to us or watch us on youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. How did that sound? Okay, Mark? It sounded, yeah, you, you can't even hear that terrible cough you had over last week. Oh, I'm better. I'm doing much better. Thank you for all the prayers from people. And uh, how was your weekend? Oh, it was great. You know, I was thinking we had a weekend of have dinners with folks we haven't seen since COVID. It's Friday night we COVID saw... COVID catch-up time. Friday we saw neighbors. Actually, Saturday we saw uh, great friends who now have a home in Ireland. Ireland, yeah, so they're here a little bit of time. We we spent all night talking about Ireland because it's it's been on our bucket list. We're married 40 years on the 16th of August. We said we'd go to Ireland on our 25th anniversary, and instead we bought windows for our, <laughs> for our home. So Are we're you just doing about something to, special for your 40th? Uh, we're saving for Ireland, which will be next year. So we're well, planning wonderful. Ireland. That's In fact, wonderful. we agreed we'd just give each other a card. And get ready for Ireland. And the thing is, we talk about COVID. Unfortunately, people, you know, please get vaccinated if you haven't vaccinated. Um, the numbers, Mark, are going up again. And there's, I, no, there's no, you know, getting around it. No, and look at, at, at Holy Name. Inside, our staff are going to be wearing masks in all their public places. That's a, that's a, a point of safety for us. With the masses this weekend, we were... Inviting not inviting people, but telling people, please wear a mask. And they were very, very cooperative. Good. And those who didn't bring a mask to the cathedral, we handed many out. And uh, people understood because oh, sure. uh, the thing is, we can't celebrate this is over. It's not over. This this, this Delta variant is, uh, is on the rise. Right. And we want to be together and we want to be safe. We want to see our granddaughters on Saturday. And we wore the mask because we weren't sure what our daughter-in-law would want us to do, and our little four-year-old, Nora. Why are you wearing that mask? I mean, they saw us for a year and a half with the mask mask. on, and they're happy to see us without it, but we explained that just we want to be safe. And again, I wore the mask at Mass yesterday the whole time, except for the homily and talk. Yes, I did. Also, um, procession in, wore the mask. By the way, uh, do the Chicago Cubs still have a team? Oh, my word. Yeah, home run. Home run. Leave the Cubs and hit home runs. Yeah, I to, but here's the thing. As much as I'm a diehard Chicago White Sox fan, what the Cubs did was something good for the team because the last couple of years, that core of players had not really produced on any great level deep into the playoffs. And therefore, 
what they're doing is, you know, you're getting you're, you're trading players who the city of Chicago loved and good ball players, but in return getting prospects in the called the you know, pipeline of players that maybe two or three years. You're, they call it retooling. The Cubs are rebuilding. And, and it's inevitable. I read that article in the Trib about the Cubs, 69 Cubs, when they started breaking that team up. The only one left was Kessinger. Correct. And then eventually he got traded. Yeah, and remember this this team won the championship in 16. In 17, fell short of the World Series by losing the Dodgers. 18, I think, lost in the first round. Right. 19, lost a wild card. It has been going down. Don't forget 16, they won. Oh, yeah. You forgot about no, that no, one. I mentioned it. No, <laughs> oh, no, no. Are you kidding? Because they, even though I was a diehard White Sox yeah. fan, I cheered the Cubs to victory. That they, they are Chicago. We have a great program lined up, 312-255-8408, 312-255-8408. And Sunrise Prayer Service, this Saturday, August 7th, the Black Catholic Deacons of Chicago, in collaboration with many priests, deacons, and laity from various communities, pray together for nonviolence and peace, the healing of our families, schools, and communities. And with us is going to be Deacon Leroy Gill, Mrs. Teresa Gill, and Deacon Alfred Coleman. So to Leroy, Teresa, Alfred, good morning to all of you to the program. How are you? We're fine. How are you? Good morning. Good. I'm good. Thank you. Boy, it's been a while Welcome. since with Deacon Leroy as a guest and uh, Deacon Alfred as a guest. I'm not sure we've ever had Mrs. Teresa Gill as a guest. I, I don't think so, but thank you for having me today. Absolutely, Teresa. Yes, and welcome. Now, uh, Leroy and Teresa, you belong to what parish? St. Killian. St. Killian. How about you, Alfred? Uh, uh, St. James on Wabash. St. James oh. on Wabash. And, it, uh, and also, Leroy, you were ordained to the diaconate in what year? 2006. 2006. And Alfred? Uh, 2003. 2003, and, uh, you know, it, you know they're, they're great deacons in the archdiocese. But I also include, you know, Mrs. Teresa Gill, because in the role that you play, Teresa, is so pivotal in working with Leroy, you know, as a, as a, as a duo in the parish and all that you do. So, it, uh, well, first of all, the sunrise service on Saturday, August 7th, from 8 until 9 a.m., um, is that correct? Eight until yes, nine. Correct. And the thing is, how many years has this been going on now? Ooh, I want to say twelfth. I think we, the first one we did was two thousand ten. Two thousand. So this, yeah. I think, would be the uh, the twelfth one, going back yeah. to two thousand and ten. Yeah. And yeah, now, we did was, it in 10, so. was this your idea, going back to two thousand and ten? Who 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 are the founders of this uh, great idea? I mean, the Deacons are. Uh, I. I brought the idea to the deacons, um, but, you know, we all agreed to do it. And see, in the beginning, what we did that was unique was we spread ourselves out from 79th Street Beach to Loyola. So we had a service at six beaches at one time. I remember that. Yeah, so yeah. each deacon took a beach back in the good old days when permits were free. How about it? Yeah, you know what? I remember that because you were on the radio. We were talking about six sites for the Sunrise Service mm -hmm. from 79th Street all the way up to uh, Evanston. Evanston, Lola. yeah. And, right. and I, I had a one up there. Was, was now, uh, I, I remember that. And 
and the six sites changed to one site how long ago? Coleman, what do you think about four or five years ago? Was it been what long? was it when when the Cardinal was there? Cardinal before he passed. Yeah. So it'd be oh, Cardinal Francis, Francis George. George. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. before Cardinal Francis George passed. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Now, now I had a question um, for Teresa. So I can't leave this show because if my wife were here, she'd say, "How did you guys meet? How did you two meet?" She would want Ooh. the she would want the story. Well, we have two different stories. Okay, Which well let's hear them both. Let's hear them both. I've, 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 I've never I've never heard of two people meeting with two different start, stories. This this should be interesting. Forget forget about the sunrise service. We're going yeah, to talk let, about your meeting. Yeah, let's talk about that. In fact, time out. Now wait, wait, time out. Wait, 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 wait. Before you begin, tell us your story because now you got me interested. I I always ask couples who are engaged, how'd you meet? They always have. A simple one story. <laughs> I've never heard this. Well, we got two different stories, <laughs> so we're going to hold this for a second. Yeah, let's take Mark, a, take us to break. Yeah, let's take a break so Leroy, <laughs> Leroy can get his story straight. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Make sure, Leroy, get this right. Don't so blow it on radio. WABC, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago. 312-255-8408, YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Leroy, we'll we be, have a long day after this. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back in a few minutes. Leroy, don't leave. That's right. No, Leroy, I don't hear this. Yeah, this is. Forget the sunrise service. bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. I feel special. <laughs> I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before.
We're back. Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 750 AM on your dial, 312-255-8408. Or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Before the break, we were talking to Leroy and Teresa Gill, and we are waiting with bated breath for the story of how they met. It's an important story because as a deacon, you did not journey toward the diaconate alone. You journeyed with Teresa. So it would be, be fascinating for our listeners to hear how did, now, how did in, you meet. In, in terms of how they met, I'm sure even Alfred wants to hear this one. Yeah. Ex- ex- <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, who, now who's going to tell the story, Teresa or Leroy? First. Teresa. <laughs> Teresa, give us version number one. Yes. Okay, I love this small grocery store that was around the corner from the apartment building um, that I lived in. And I used to see this man following me. Grocery store. Every time I went to the grocery store, there was this guy just following me around. I got a little nervous at first. Um, <laughs> Your story. How about you, Leroy? (laughs) You married to a stalker? (laughs) (laughs) I I, I, I stalked her, but we met on the elevator. I saw her on the elevator. In the store? We lived in a No, we we lived in Lake Lake Meadows. We both were in Lake Meadows. The the same complex, or did you find her in her elevator? Oh, you were in the same place. But now I'm totally confused here. If Teresa says this man was following her, which is you, and you're saying we met in an elevator. elevator. So you're saying you never I saw this I woman. I didn't start following her until after I saw her in the elevator. Oh. <laughs> How about sunrise service? <laughs> <laughs> no, we met, yeah, we met in the grocery store. You did. That is... <laughs> I had saw her. We lived in the same building, and I had saw her a few times in the elevator, but she didn't pay any attention to me at that time. That is great. But I saw her. That is and, and And he made me pay attention. Right. <laughs> 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 this is the best radio we've had in a long time in terms of good laughs, sir. Well, you, know, you know how guys meet girls maybe in a lounge or something? They buy them a drink. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so you bought, you, you bought her a candy so bar. I, bought, so I paid for the groceries. You oh, bought. wow. You paid <laughs> for the groceries? Was, that was nice. I hope it was a big bill, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Well, listen, maybe getting back to the subject here. <laughs> Alfred, tell us about the Sunrise Service Saturday. Where is it located? Oh, it's, uh, it's going to be located at the uh, 39th Street Beach, or head off the lake, uh, where we had it normally for the past few years. And it's a great opportunity for uh, parishioners to come out and pray and to be more aware of our situation with, with violence and how we can uh, address issues and encourage each other to do better. I think it's also, you know, uh, Alfred, the first time I met you is on this radio program years ago because of your work with Zacchaeus House. You've actually been in charge and running Zacchaeus House for how many years? Uh, 14 years. 14 years. Fourteen years. Do you want to explain what yeah. Zacchaeus House is? See, Mark, is no, Mark wouldn't know Zacchaeus House. No, I, I mean, I've heard well, of it. Zacchaeus but... House was uh, first discussed years ago in uh, 1999 with uh, Bishop Joseph Perry and a group of deacons trying to address uh, homelessness among men in the city of Chicago. Uh, Deacon Sally, Abram Sally, uh, was the first director and also the one of the founders of Zacchaeus House. 
Um, it opened up in uh, 2003. Uh, Thinking Sally passed in 2007, and that's when I came on staff after that. Okay. So each man can stay in a house for up to two years, get their life together. Beautiful. And each man has a, a deacon mentor to help encourage them and guide them towards a better life. So the goal is for them to be uh, to move out and be independent and to be a successful citizen. And See, also and Mark, give us an opportunity to share our space with them. And I met actually uh, Alfred when I had a gentleman many years ago that I hooked in with uh, Alfred to get him into Zakia house. And this was a long time ago. That's why I met Alfred through Zacchaeus' house wow. and the great work that he does over there. And so, how yeah, how would people? I'm sorry. How would people? Um, you know, if there's a pastor listening or or a parish leader listening, and they have a homeless man that they'd like to refer, how do they do that? Well, they can uh, call us at seven seven three five six eight seven eight two two. That number once again, Alfred. Seven seven three five six eight. Seven eight two two. You also can uh, Google Zacchaeus House, uh, and also go to the Archdiocese website. Uh, we we have a link off the Archdiocese website. Beautiful. That's wonderful. I I can I go back. I had a question of Teresa because I noticed sure on your um when it had your name and your position, you're executive director of parenting for nonviolence. That is correct. Could you tell us a little bit about that organization and how maybe how does that how does your work fit into what what the deacons are doing? Oh, our work fits in directly. I, I have to say that because of the deacons and their uh, desire to address the issue of violence is is the catalyst for parenting for nonviolence. Um, we started. Uh, developing ourselves back in 2010 and eventually um, incorporated in 2012. And it was because the deacons um, uh, began to address the issue of violence. And uh, a small group of us got together and uh, decided that parenting, uh, parenting education would be a method for addressing violence. Beautiful. Beautiful. You know what? We're going to take a little break and come back and talk some more about that uh, with our listeners. WNDZ 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We'll be back with Leroy, Teresa Gill, and Deacon Alfred Coleman in a few minutes and continue our fascinating conversation. Please stay tuned. much waiting for you at Catholic Charities Senior Services. We offer programs and services to help make the most of every day. Friendships and fun are guaranteed at our drop-in senior centers. Our adult daycare centers offer enjoyment and greater supervision to seniors who need it while their caregivers get a break. 
Holy Family Villa provides a beautiful, safe environment for seniors looking for short or long-term residential facility. And we offer assistance with senior benefits, care coordination, congregate and home-delivered meals, hospital transition, and much more. For more than 100 years, we have accompanied seniors through every transition in their lives, and we are here for you now. Catholic Charities is a name and an agency you can trust. Call Senior Services today at 312-655-7700. That's Chicago, WNDZ, 750 AM on your dial, 312-255-8408. Or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're speaking with Leroy, Teresa Gill, and, and Deacon Leroy Gill and Teresa, and Deacon Alfred Coleman. Uh, Deacon Alfred, give us an overview for you in terms of the violence that you're dealing with uh, and, and this service is in response to what are the components of violence that you see in the neighborhood that we really need to address and pray for components yeah what, what are the issues well, when it comes go ahead no go ahead what, what are the issues you see in terms of the violence that that we're praying for at this service i think one of the things we need to open up communication with all people in our neighborhoods from the police to civilians to uh, our youth and uh, those who are older in our neighborhoods to get to know each other and also uh, break barriers between each other to talk about life issues and let everyone know that we actually are one community. Um, for some reason, there's a divide there. And also, the, we need to encourage our, our youth, the ones who are carrying guns and doing the violence, we need to embrace them um, and let them know they're, they're part of the community and that we love them and care for them. Alfred, I have to ask you this question. That is, uh, you were born and raised in Chicago, correct? Yes. Oh, what high school? Uh, Simeon. Okay, Simeon. Public oh. school. Yeah. Simeon Vocational. Oh. I became Catholic at church at the uh, college. Oh, did SIU you really? Newman Center. Yeah. No kidding. Well, the thing is now, what now? You were high school class of, class of what? Eighty one. Eighty one. Okay. Well, you're young. I'm Notre Dame Hiles, Niles class seventy one. So you're young. Now. Being the class of 81 all these years, what changes have you seen from your own youth, your days in Chicago as a youth, to the young people today? What, what, what's, what, what has shifted? What has changed? What's gotten better? What's gotten worse? I know neighborhoods were closer. There were more bar clubs and people knew each other. And also people were more respectful towards each other. Uh, and also there was a... There was a um, Security in employment, and security in education, uh, and confidence as a as a as a people. Uh, so when I was younger, there it was safer to walk the streets, and everyone seemed to know each other and respect each other. And and, and when there was a, a even as there was a pocket of people who just was misbehaving, they they weren't physically violent. You know, there there was no gunplay. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe in uh, Leroy and Teresa, I'm yes. asking both the same question. Are you both born and raised in Chicago? I am not. I am not from Chicago. Where are you from, Teresa? I am from Greensboro, North Carolina. North oh. Carolina. And you came to Chicago at what age? I came to Chicago, oh my goodness, in my 20s. And that's when you walked in the grocery store. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then I met and the man in the grocery store. Who was following you. <laughs> yeah. And, at, uh, and then Leroy, you're Chicago born, aren't you? Yes, I am. What high school? Mount Carmel. Mount Carmel. Okay. And at, uh, what class were you? 75. Okay, so actually a little bit closer in age. Now, then being Chicago raised yourself, Leroy, and I had the question I asked to uh, Alfred, what changes have you seen from your childhood until now, better or worse? Uh, I mean, things have gotten bad, of course, since my childhood. Um, and, and I'll... Uh, kind of coincide with uh, Deacon Alfred, you know, we, we, we were safe. We had a, um, our neighborhoods, we were very close. But one thing that I remember that I try to encourage, I minister at a grammar school, St. Benedict. And when I, and I always remember that our parents were all friends as well. Mm-hmm. Any, any friend that I had, their parents were my parents' friends. Mm. They would get to know them and, and and all the families knew each other. You know, when we would be in the park, we were safe. And, and on, a, on certain days of the week, the parents would be out there with us. You know, we played sports with our, with our families. Um, and there were gangs getting started, I would say, when I was a kid. Some of the gangs today were just getting started. Um, mm-hmm. But, and the same thing when I went to Mount Carmel was, you know, there was gangbanging going on, but it wasn't to the extent of people shooting and killing each other. Yeah. You know, um, that's that's the thing that's got me scared. It's, it's, it's the shooting and the killing, mm-hmm. and the shooting and the killing of our youth. Yeah. You it, know, I I grew up with one of the heads of the of a gang. I'll just say, who's in prison now. Uh, but when we were younger, and then as he got older, I always remember the rule that he had was that no certain activities would go on in the community. You know, it was a difference. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. just out there shooting in the, in the crowds and shooting our children and, uh, and, you know, and shooting on the Dan Ryan or the expressways. None of that would have happened, was happening back then. It's interesting you see that uh, this, young, this gentleman that you grew up with who's now in prison, they had a code of like an unwritten rule certain areas of violence not to take place, not to take place exactly. in the community, yeah, in the neighborhood, rule. at school. And the rule was you don't go shooting randomly and killing children or picking you know, off the, off the uh, Dan Ryan Expressway or any, another expressway. Right. And, and, and also then, I got to ask a question, this will include Teresa, is what, what changed the rules? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, what changed the rules? I mean, because there's always been violence when growing up. I get that. But today, it is, there's just no, there's no respect for human life. And every day, killings of innocent people. And it, you just shake your head and say, this has to stop. So part of the prayer service is to pray for nonviolence and that there's another way. And you become, the three of you, beacons of hope and light in a community 
where the violence is, all three are saying, is, 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 is out of control. So I guess, what, what, what changed the rules? I've, I've often thought, and then I'll let my wife and Alfred, you know, I think, I think when we, this is just my opinion, mm-hmm. and I'm no professor or anything, but I've, I've noticed that when we tore down projects, we scattered folks. And I've often been concerned about that, where, you know, now there seems to, there appears to be gangs on every block. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the problem. Now, before we hear from Teresa and Alfred on the same thing, you know, what change the rules? Mark takes to break. Okay, that's a great. I like that. That's an interesting response, uh, Leroy. I've never heard that angle. Mm-mm. WNDZ seven fifty AM, Catholic Chicago, three one two two five five eight four zero eight, or you can go to YouTube, YouTube dot com slash Catholic Chicago. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. the COVID-19 pandemic, Catholic Charities has continued to respond to the needs of people who come to us for assistance. More than 850,000 meals and food parcels have been offered to those who are struggling with food insecurity. Over 108,000 homelessness prevention hotline calls have been answered. Over 22,000 people have received mental health services and $2 million in financial assistance has been provided to keep people housed. If you or someone you know needs assistance, email us at gethelp at catholiccharities.net. That's gethelp at catholiccharities.net. Or call 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. The Cemetery Ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago.
We're back. Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 750 AM on your dial, 312-255-8408. You can also go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. And we're talking about the Sunrise Prayer Service that's going to be August 7th, 8 to 9 AM, 39th Street Beach. Um, and to focus, to pray together for nonviolence and peace and the healing of our families, our schools, our communities, Alfred, uh, same question that Leroy was talking about. What changed the rules here? I think our youth are different. Uh, I think they um, don't have a lot of future plans, and sometimes like they have given up hope, not planning for the future. Um, so they're pretty much insecure. And, and also I think there's a disconnect between us and them. Uh, Say more about the disconnect, yeah. um, Alfred. Well, it's rare for a family to turn upon itself. And, but it's easier for people across the street to be negative towards each other. So that means it's mean that the, the youth today are those committing the, the, the gun violence uh, don't feel connected to society. Mm. Uh, I don't know, was it personally or emotionally? Um, they, so it's easy to... Uh, to not care about the harm they, they, they give them because there's a disconnect. It's yeah. interesting. Now, Teresa, you're working parenting for nonviolence. What what changed? Uh, What's your with, take on this, Teresa? Yeah, what changed with the parents that you're working with? What, what changed from years ago, Leroy's kind of community? You know, in every community, I think every ethnic community, had that dynamic of everybody's parents watched everybody's kids, and those kids knew mm -hmm. you better behave because so and so mm -hmm. will call my mom and let me know I didn't behave. You know. So what about it, Teresa? What do you what's what your do you take see? on this? What do you see? I mean, I you know the issue of violence is uh, and why people behave as they do. It's it's complex, mm -hmm. and there are a lot of reasons. And you know, we can look at research and so forth and so on that discusses the uh, protective factors necessary for uh, individuals to thrive as well as communities. Um, you know, listening to. Uh, Deacon Coleman and Leroy, and, and you have also stated, um, there was community. Mm -hmm. There was uh, this, this family um, that desired to uplift and ensure that their children were going to thrive, mm -hmm. uh, and communities looked out for each other. That's, that's broken. Yeah. That's broken. Um, and, and for many reasons, um, as Deacon Cohen mentioned, uh, children are, are, are out here. They don't have necessarily what they need within the family um, necessarily, or the family is stressed out trying to make ends meet mm -hmm. and yeah. aren't available emotionally to their children. And then you have a community that may be in disarray. Um, so I, I remember this uh, young man years ago, he was about 13 years old mm -hmm. and I was working with a group of teens. And I, I don't know how we got on the converse, this uh, topic, but he looked at me and he said, Mrs. Gill, 
why don't older people like us? Oh, wow. Wow. You see, <clears throat> they have to feel loved. They have yeah. to feel that they belong. They have to feel acceptance. Um, and when we see young people like the young men, sometimes their, their fashion statement of wearing their pants kind of hanging off of them, mm -hmm. um, we don't like it, mm -hmm. but how do we approach them? Mm -hmm. Do we turn our noses up? Do we uh, scowl and say harsh things? So, See, I, th I think, yeah. Teresa, would you, uh, you've said some powerful comments, that sense of belonging, yes. that sense of acceptance. Also, in listening to all three of you, I find for many, from what you're saying, for many young people, they're living without a sense of hope, almost a sense of hopelessness. Who cares that my actions, there's no need for consequences because it's all futile anyway, and that sense of hopelessness, and to have you know that sense of belonging is important, that sense of acceptance, or as you were alluding to all of you, their, that sense of belonging is now gang-related to find their acceptance, but to be part of this gang, you end up doing horrific things to be, quote, a member and a sense of belonging, and the whole thing is just spiraling out of control. Uh, in fact, even though it's a minute early, Mark, take us to break, because when we come back, I want to talk about the uh, the prayer service, right. it, which is really in response to this whole sense of violence that we have to turn the corner and be beacons of light and hope for many who are living without hope. Take it to break, Mark. And and that uh, Deacon Leroy, Teresa, and Deacon Alfred's commitment is hope. They're mm -hmm. committed to hope. And not extinguish that candle. Right, exactly. WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. You can also go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. When we come back, we'll talk some more about our sunrise prayer service on August 7th, 39th Street Beach, and a prayer service where we pray for nonviolence and peace, the healing of our families, schools, and our communities. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. <laughs> I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time, virtually, with volunteers who genuinely care about them. 
This program is ideal for youths age 9 to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's WNDZ 750 AM on your dial, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408, or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz here, Mark Treacy assisting him this morning, and we're talking specifically with Deacon Leroy Gill, Miss Teresa Gill, Deacon Alfred Coleman about the sunrise prayer service on August 7th, um, praying for nonviolence and peace the healing of our families, our schools, and our communities. Deacon Alfred, give us some, give our listeners some specifics in terms of the service itself, uh, place, time, components of the service, anything you can do to encourage people to come. Experience for people of God to come together and pray. And the location is gorgeous. It's right <laughs> off the lake. The view is, is unbelievable. And also the... Uh, the, the atmosphere just is just a prayer for and just open for um, people to feel loved and cared for. It's a place where we just come in and just deal with our issues of our city. It, it's almost as if we're just pretty much just standing there facing towards wow. uh, mm -hmm. a heavenly view uh, and putting the, the, the main issues of our city behind us as we um, look towards the lake and just come together and pray and worship. No, and also I suggest everyone if you're you're coming to bring a chair, yeah. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. and also look forward to it, and then also bring a friend. It's a great opportunity for people to come together, and just pray and worship as uh, people of God. It's our place to uh, take issues to God. Now, Alfred, and, do people need to sign up ahead of time, or do they just show up on Saturday, get their about quarter to eight? So again, it'll be this Saturday, August seventh. Uh, 7.45 a.m. arrive, 8 o'clock service begins, sunrise prayer service. Please bring your own chair. So it's called BY, BYOC. Be, bring your own chair. <laughs> Can I ask this, but what what exit is it? So people know um, ge geographically as they're moving, driving there, where do they get off and, and those specifics? Is there a 39th Street exit? Yes, it is. Okay. And then uh, off of, the, of course, Lakeshore Drive there. And yeah, probably... they can get off the Lakeshore Drive at Oakwood Boulevard. Okay. Oh, Oakwood Boulevard. Okay, good. That, that yeah, there's a, a north and south exit at Oakwood Boulevard. And if they were on the Dan Ryan, they would get off at Pershing Road and then go straight across 
Pershing to the beach. Okay. Now, Leroy, are you going to preach? You were preaching in that video that we saw. Are you going to be preaching that day? No, I preached. I preached last year. So we. Who's preaching this year? Father Talani from Saint Sabina. Oh, oh wonderful. sure, Talani. Yeah. Well, give us a little bit of your message from last year. Do you remember uh, what you preached about? I'm sure you do. I'm sure it's you wrote it. Unless copious, Teresa wrote it. Copious. <laughs> <laughs> There's two stories to that, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm writing. That is great. You know, our message last year was that the theme last year was No Way is Tired. I and like we that. preached about not giving up hope. Mm-hmm. Because we can't give up. So we just kept stressing the importance of prayer. Um, and in and, and the history of the, the sunrise, it came, the, the, the thought comes from a couple of scriptures. One scripture was in Luke's gospel, where Jesus told his disciples that they should pray and not give up. And then Jesus asked, uh, Will not God bring around justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Pray to God for your heart, for the restoration and healing. That's where the healing of the hearts, healing of the family comes from. It's all scriptural based. Jesus got up early in the morning and went to the mountains and prayed. You know, when it was still Mm -hmm. dark, he went and prayed. Mm -hmm. So I preached about not losing hope, continue to pray. But I also preached about what parents are feeling, Mm -hmm. our mothers crying out to God, you know, asking God, why? Why, God, why? Why did I have to lose my child? Why are these children doing these things? There's lamenting going on in a lot of homes. Mm And we need to pray for these mothers and these fathers and sisters and brothers who, who are losing these loved ones. And just Leroy, as you're talking about, service. and that, that, that sounds like part of a great, great homily, that you, your message last year. And not only the, the grieving, the lamenting going on for losing loved ones, I always say, no parent should ever bury a child, no matter the age. We bury our parents at a ripe old age, but for a parent to bury a child, is is beyond I can't even fathom that but also as parents are now living their lives this day moving forward for fear will something happen to my child today before we go to break Teresa you've been involved in some of these prayer services these sunrise prayer services in past years how have these prayer services touched your heart where have you walked how have you walked away from it differently it gives me the courage, the inspiration um, to continue to seek out um, how we can touch others, how we can uh, take on the responsibility of making change. Um, Change doesn't happen. Yes, we pray. And we pray that someone, everyone, take on a, a role to address the issue of violence. And it can be in various areas. You know, people want to say, well, what can I do? I don't know what to do. I want to mm-hmm. do something. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the deacons have put 
have things that individuals can do from, from mothers and fathers to youth to business owners to faith communities. It's, it's an inspiration. And, and um, you know, again, it led to our, our creating parenting for nonviolence. That's the answer. That's how it's inspired. You know, for those that are Beautiful. watching on YouTube, these are tremendous video footage from last year or the previous year before that. Uh, gorgeous shots of Lake Michigan, a large gathering of people in prayer. So uh, some tremendous footage here if you're watching YouTube. Mark, take us to break. W- and by the way, Teresa, those were great responses. Uh, that's 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 that touched me. Right, and maybe when we co- come back and uh, invite people again to the service, but it'd be fascinating to, to talk about your diaconate, how the diaconate really fits in to to the messages that you're trying to communicate to folks. WNDZ seven fifty a.m. on your dial, Catholic Chicago three one two two five five eight four zero eight, or you can go to YouTube dot com slash Catholic Chicago. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. gently used laptop or desktop computer that is gathering dust in your home? Consider donating to our Catholic Charities Veterans Computer Project. We will clean out your device, give it new software, and repurpose it for a veteran who is looking for employment. Your gift will make an incredible difference in a veteran's ability to find a job. Catholic Charities provides veteran services throughout Lake and suburban Cook Counties, giving participants an array of professional and personal support. Our veterans have served our country, and it is our privilege to serve them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Services and the Veterans Computer Project, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. Back, Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Or you can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Tracy here working with Father Greg uh, on a tremendous message that that Leroy, Teresa, and Alfred are communicating to our broader Chicago Catholic and uh, ecumenical community. Mm-hmm. Let's pray together. Mm-hmm. On August 7th, 8 to 9, Sunrise Service, 39th Street Beach. Uh, Alfred, let's talk a little bit in our last segment here. Your call to the diaconate. How did that happen? Oh, wow. Wow. It actually started earlier. After I was, uh, became Catholic in two years after uh, baptism and I became a I remember the night when I was out of the at the church, and 
felt the calling to go deeper in my faith and to be more involved at the parish level. Um, my parish at the time was a Newman in Carbondale, and so that was during the weekday. Do you know what? Yeah, I think Alfred, I, you're yeah. breaking up there, Alfred. We're going to have to hold, put you on hold for a second yeah. there with, with uh, Why don't we Michael do and uh, uh, Javi trying to fix this here. Why don't we so go to Leroy with your story. Your, your story of the DAC, and then Alfred will come back when clears up a little bit. Same Leroy. question, okay. Leroy. Your story of the diaconate. Um, well, my story is um, I was at Holy Angels Church uh, working with Father Clemens, George Clemens, and he had gotten me involved in a lot of ministries at the church. And at that time, I was struggling with my faith. I had graduated from high school and became, you know, I was an adult. And Father Clemens pulled me back into the church and fed me. And as time went on, he retired and different pastors came and I was involved as a lecturer. Uh, I was parish council. I was finance council. I was doing a lot of things around the church. And the deacon there at the time, Deacon Roy, was getting a little old, uh, looking to retire. And he kept asking me to consider the diaconate. And I ran from that. I wasn't, I don't know what the word is. I didn't feel worthy to be a deacon. Um, but he kept pursuing me and one time when we were, I believe we were going on vacation, he gave me the application for the diaconate and told me to think about it. And, uh, while we were on vacation, he passed away. Wow. Hmm. So that was my moment of reckoning with God, I guess. Because I said, oh, Lord, I was I, there's no way I could say no. <laughs> so yeah. I met with my pastor and I guess the rest is history. Now, at this point, Leroy, were you married with Teresa? Oh, yeah. So which oh, yeah. Means, I, but, we but now but I, I, so, I so believe in this. And that is, I think that, our kids were in college or or some of them were out of college. I think they were in college. Oh, because they're in college or out of college. Now, Teresa, I always say that when it comes to a, a deacon ordained or studying it's really a diaconal couple in terms of your involvement. So as Leroy was considering, struggling, yes and no, where are you in this whole conversation? Were you encouraging Leroy? Were you saying you were discerning with him? Uh, maybe your perspective in the story. I think any woman would want their <laughs> husband to chase after God. Mm, <laughs> so like yes yes my dear um if if god is calling you then you answer the call so you were very very supportive from day one in the journey in the whole process yes Beautiful. yes that's interesting now is, is uh have we gotten um th that's a great story uh has alfred come back to us um is it clear michael and javi no so we're still they're still working on it so it uh Again, we just have just a couple of minutes left here, and uh, I have found it to be such a fascinating discussion. You had a question there, Mark? No, I was just going to ask. Um, now, I just saw Alfred back. I think we're going to have to hold off on Alfred. Okay. No, I was just going to ask Leroy and Teresa to um, give us uh, an invitation again to the folks to this special event. 
for Saturday? For Saturday, uh, I want to just say that this is the Black Deacon sponsor this, but the whole diaconate is a part of this. We get our support from the diaconate council, and all deacons come out. Um, so we 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 encourage priests. You know, all clergy and deacons to come out and pray with us, as well as the people of God, um, will be out there. And and I have to make a correction on the time. Mm -hmm. The service is from six thirty a.m. to eight a.m. Oh, um, oh, oh, okay. Say that again and again and again. Okay, six thirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the serve. It's a sunrise service, so it it starts when the sun is rising. Uh, you know, we're out there. So, it's so for those like to sleep it and okay. Hmm? All right. So they, when I see when I saw sunrise service 18, I thought, I thought the sun's, I'm, a, I'm an early person. It's usually yeah. light out. So it, uh, and get okay. there, er, get there early. I would imagine. Cause it looks like a pretty big yeah, crowd. So people typically start coming around six. Okay. okay so this Saturday, we, 39th street beach, this Saturday, six 30 yeah. begins. We get there at six, six 15. They're talking a beautiful weekend coming up weather wise. Uh, no rain oh, yeah. in the forecast, and so it should be beautiful, truly a beautiful sunrise service beginning at 6.30. We need to bring this program to a close, so I want to thank in a very, very special way um, Deacon Leroy Gill, Mrs. Teresa Gill. You've been a wonderful couple to join us this morning. Yes. Also Deacon Alfred Coleman. Uh, we seem to have lost you in the last couple of minutes, but to Leroy Teresa and Alfred, you have been tremendous guests, you know, men and a woman of profound, deep faith. Um, keep up keep up the great work you're doing. This has been an inspiring program with many laughs, too, in this last, this last hour. So, again, the Sunrise Service, 6.30 to 8 a.m., uh, Sunrise Prayer Service, uh, sponsored by the Black Catholic Deacons of Chicago in collaboration with many priests, deacons, and laity from various communities. Uh, join us this Saturday. Special thanks to co-host Mark Teresi. Uh, great work again, Mark. Thank We're you. teaming up with you too. Great work of our Inspiring. producers and engineers. Michael May, Javi Garcia, to all of our listeners, may God bless all of you. And by the way, this weekend, the White Sox visit the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley Field, three-game series, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. May the best team win. God bless. Great week. Yes. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.